0: Welcome to The Real Investing Show with Tim Herridge. Each day, we'll provide real investing for everyday investors. Tim is a nationally recognized real estate investing expert, podcast host, and public speaker. He built his businesses from the ground up and is here to help you do the same. Here is your host, Tim Herridge.
1: Welcome back to Real Investing. I'm Tim Herridge. Thank you for stopping back by today. Sam writes, Two of my investment properties have 30-year fixed rates in the mid-twos and low-threes. Oh. At what LTV does it make sense to cash out, refi these higher interest rates? Oh, man. You know, Sam, I was actually thinking about that this morning. Uh, My wife and I refinanced most of our investment properties last year in the mid to low threes. And I was reading a friend of mine's Facebook post that he had just captured some of his debt equity and was investing in multifamily. And I was really just contemplating the thought process of dead equity. Like, I mean, is equity really dead? Um, Because you are putting your cash, your equity into the deal. In theory, you're refinancing most of it out. Then you have your unrealized equity. And it's that unrealized equity that I guess is producing the return on the investment. It's very... I think it just has to do with what are you going to do with the money, right? So, I mean, we say these higher rates, but this week, RCN Capital, our rates for 30-year fixed investment property loans got down, back down in the low sixes. Um, So, if that's in the low sixes, is that really low? Uh, headline inflation is 9%. So is that money cheaper than inflation? If you're appreciating 5 or 10% a year still, is that a wash, right? The, the cost of the debt. So I, I think for me, it comes down to what am I going to do with the money? Uh, am I just pulling the money out to pull the money out? If so, then I would say no, don't refinance. But if you're going to borrow money at 6% and then go make 18% on that money. Then the compound effect of that investment decision, I think makes a lot of sense. So I I, I, I try not to answer questions with questions, Sam, um, specifically on this show, but I think it all depends on what you're going to do with the money. I think if you're going to make money, if you're going to invest it into flips or more rentals, if you feel like this is a temporary dip that you could go get a good deal or two and your return is going to be higher than the cost of debt, then yes, I think it's a great time to. Me personally, I try to keep the leverage on my properties, not maxed out, but topped out, which we'll say. I think on my portfolio, we run around a 62 or 63% debt average. Um, and there are some that we are thinking about refinancing, but we we rushed to the altar last year when rates were so low. So. I think as long as you cash flow, the LTV is a nominal thing, right? Because even if we do experience some value decreases in certain markets and sub-markets that we're seeing across the United States right now, I I don't think we see a real drop in rents. And if we don't see a real drop in rents, then I think the cash flow, the debt service coverage ratio measure is more important than the LTV measure. Because if you get good fixed debt, You don't really have to worry about the loan-to-value until you go to sell. And if you're planning on holding for 5 to 20 years, then I don't think you really have to worry at all about the loan-to-value, as long as it's not on a line of credit or a warehouse facility where they could call the loan due or uh, make you reduce principal, which the loans that we do at RCN Capital don't, we can't do that so because they're fixed, they're 30-year fixed. Um. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm struggling with that myself as I look at new acquisitions. I still feel like historically getting six and a quarter, thirty-year fixed money at 75 LTV was virtually unheard of five years ago. And now, I, I said this at a mastermind last week. Um, the last couple of years of financing has been like getting free crack, and now you actually have to pay for your cocaine. Uh, it's still a good drug. Um, and I don't do drugs. I'm just an analogy. Uh, but too many people are hooked in, on that crack and they're missing the... Uh, it, it's psychological, right? So I, I think it's a good investment as long as you're cash flowing. As long as you're cash flowing, you're making a return. As long as you're making a return, it's higher than the cost of the debt Then it was a wise decision. So I um, hope that helps. I say go for it, bud, if you've got um, a target investment property. Uh, get that dry powder. And um, I think... I think the, I keep saying, I think the market keeps going up. I think we're in a temporary dip, and I feel like rates peaked in June. So that's all I have to say. I hope it was helpful. Sam, thank you so much for taking the time to write in. If you're listening and you have questions, don't forget, hop over to IHaveLunchMoney.com and submit your questions. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Thank you for hanging out with us today on Real Investing. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, please visit IHaveLunchMoney.com. Tim, can't wait to hear from you. We're always grateful for your reviews. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Remember, the business is the vehicle, not the dream. See you next time. The preceding program is provided for general education purposes only and does not constitute legal, tax, financial, investment, or other professional advice. No information contained in this program should be construed as financial, investment, or legal advice from any individual, author, host, or guest. You should always consult a financial advisor before investing.